Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, Flyover family, I got to be honest with you. One of my favorite things about having a podcast, and it may or may not have been one of our incentives for for starting one, is you just can't call up a guy like General Flynn and and uh, pick his brain. You know, True. you can't just t- call him up. Hey, can we go to coffee? Probably not. But it'll probably come on your podcast, and you know, and you can you can learn learn a lot that way. And so that kind of opened up a whole world for us. We're like, hey, what are the things we would like to know personally, and then we can kind of disguise it as as hey, our podcast, and then everybody gets to kind of sit in on the conversation. Another real truth is we know that the existing medical system, the way that it's the education goes, the way that it's financed and funded, and the flow. Everybody knows, no matter what city you're in and what interactions mm-hmm. you've had from ER to pregnancy to you name it, it's kind of a broken system. And so we're like, hey, who has answers? Who's producing fruit in that area? So basically, this is our opportunity to learn. Hopefully, you guys benefit benefit from it as well. And we have somebody that, that is literally changing the way medicine's done, the way people think about health and going from good to great. And uh, Dr. Troy Spurl. Yay! Welcome. Morning. Yes, hey, good morning. We, we, we love the conversations with you. It's kind of like if, you know, we were in a you know, church together, we're standing in the lobby, and I know I'll be like, hey, I've got, <clears throat> not to bother you, but I got this friend uh, who's got this thing, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, and I'm sure that probably happens to you a lot, but we appreciate you coming on the show and, and sharing uh, information that is is not freely available to a lot of people. The, I don't know that a lot of doctors are incentivized to have mm-hmm. the motivations and the transparency that you do. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your your curiosity. And so, uh, I personally think education is like one of the keys to improving our healthcare model. And man, it was it was years ago in two thousand eight. I was brought on a radio show here locally at the state fair, and it was when they were trying to bring on Obamacare. And mm. I know the Canadian healthcare system really well. And so I was the only one speaking out against Obamacare. And mm. there was medical doctors and nurses that were all there. And they were interviewing us. And uh, I just spoke about uh, some of the challenges that come with a, a universal healthcare system when you have a broken system. I'm all for everyone getting good healthcare. I'm all for people getting services but not at the expense of bankrupting our nation because it's a bad system. Mm. And so I, I ended up, uh, I kind of got into it with a medical doctor uh, at the time, but I went through the history of Yugoslavia and how when they had a revolution, they lost their healthcare system and they became healthier. They became better wow. and healthier when they didn't have medical care because they had to, number one, pay out of pocket. Number two, they all started paying attention to just the foundational stuff, washing your hands and and, uh, uh, exercising and eating healthy to try and prevent that big medical bill, if you will. And so they actually became healthier in the United States. And since we went the opposite direction, we've just become more and more unhealthy. And I ended up getting yelled at by the medical doctor. He was red and spitting mad because... He, he called me smarty pants on, on, on the radio show. <laughs> okay. okay, smarty pants, what would you do or recommend? And I, my answer was, I the best thing that could happen to our healthcare system is keep emergency medicine the way it is because we're the best in the world when it comes to that. But at the same time, would be a complete collapse of our healthcare system model. 
so that people had to pay out of pocket first and then get reimbursed later on so that they would take ownership of their health. And he, he just thought, he said, that's the mo- that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And my answer to him was, you're just upset because you'd be out of a job and I'd still have one. Oh, and then, yeah. so then that's then how it kind of called you smarty pants again. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't invited back, although the, the, the radio show host wanted me, but, uh, but it was true. And, and so it's very, very important to educate, 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 educate mm-hmm. ourselves. That's why I, you guys ask the best questions and you actually care about the answers for the people that, uh, that I'm talking about and for. So, and I wrote this on my wall 20 years ago to become a worldwide agent of change in the fields of healthcare and human potential and didn't know that this is how God was going to do it. It's amazing. You know, David and I came to your office a few weeks ago. A lot of the flyover family knows that. And, um, Went through a lot of testing. Did a little show you. with Liz Crokin while we were there. Yeah, I did a show great. with Liz Crokin. Um, and then we did lab testing. And just over these last this last week, I uh, went through those lab tests with you. And it's so encouraging because in that you can you can discover, okay, man, I've been suffering with some issues. And you're like, you can pinpoint it on this is why. And there's hope for change. And we're so excited about working with you because there's been some things that we've had for years that have been a problem, but nobody really had answers for it. Or it's like your dad had some of this, your mom's got some of that. And you're like, oh, well, that's why. I mean, we can, and we can be a lot more proactive on, on correcting that as well. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. So being proactive is, is the key to being preventative. The key to minimizing our costs of our healthcare system is to prevent getting sick in the first place. And we know how to do that. We really do for a large majority of people. Even if it was only 20% of the people that are currently sick, that's going to save hundreds of millions of dollars over the yeah. lifetime of our healthcare system. So it's very much something that even when people are healthy, we always find something when there's a breakdown in communication, it's going to lead to dysfunction. And then that dysfunction is what leads to disease or at least symptoms. And so yeah. our body gives us clues. Sometimes you have to hunt for it. Most times just our standard evaluation unearths all kinds of different things that that it's like putting a puzzle piece together. So yep. you guys are very healthy, but at the same time, like everyone, there's certain things that we can identify that just haven't been looked at. And we hear that all the time. It's just, it's just, this is very unique. No one's ever told me that. And it's because we're just looking at the entirety of your body as a system, not looking for a disease. I love it. When you go to officialsynapse.com, uh, there's a place actually on the site. I can't remember where it is. Maybe Colt will know. Maybe uh, I want to spell Trudeau that too, just because a lot of people like in my family that are listening that would not know how to yep. spell so a word like that. So the word official and then synapse, S-Y-N-A-P-S-E.com. But there's a place on there where it talks about like different ailments that you all work with. And I think yes. that's really important because you cover a wide gamut of issues that people might be struggling with that maybe they wouldn't even know that you could address. Yeah. And the way it works is uh, when there's, we look at things mentally, chemically, and physically and, and spiritually. And when there's a breakdown in communication, some level of dysfunction that's is going to come out. And then that dysfunction turns into a disease that genetics may play into, or your environment play into anyway, you're predisposed to it. So when we just fix and restore how your body is supposed to work, all these different disorders actually get better. So it's amazing. 30% of, of, of fibromyalgias and, and, you know, 50% of precancers or whatever it's going to be. That's how we were meant to do healthcare, not this other way around. Like let's wait for a disease and then try and find a drug or medication that can treat or cure it. We we've been very ineffective in the healthcare system, hundreds of billions of dollars spent on research 
because they're trying to find medications that they can charge for to actually fix the problems that Mm -hmm. worked back in the early 1900s when we were dealing mostly with infections. It doesn't work with chronic disease at all. And yet they still trying, they're still trying to do it. So they're Mm -hmm. using the same answer from over a hundred years ago right now, even with the amount of epic failure that's occurred, they've not course corrected until COVID. Now we're seeing conversations and uh, I have a podcast that I, I run uh, here at uh, Synapse as well. And we're, we're getting calls for doctors who have been traditional doctors calling us saying, I'd like to speak on your podcast to talk about what I've seen different in the next, in the last 50 years in our healthcare system. I can't even tell you how much they're waking up. It's unbelievable. Wow. That's encouraging. Wow. That's encouraging. And, and you have patients from all over the world, as well as most of the states in the United States. Yeah, 12 different countries right now and all 50 states. We, all 50 there states. Was a time, all 50. There's a time we didn't have anyone from Alabama. And I want to I give you guys props because I think I said that on your show once. And we got someone from Alabama who called in and was very proud, referred from uh, the, watching us here on Flyover Conservatives. Whoop, whoop. And they were very proud to be the first Alabama patient. Wait, wait, hey, roll, roll tide. You know, we love... Uh, uh, Robin Bullock, you guys, Church and Warrior, Warrior, Alabama. Warrior Alabama. We're going to be doing some live events with with them um, doing the 11th hour. We're, uh, they're going to be taking that intelligence briefing they do uh, with Steve Schultz and Elijah Streams. We did one live in Alabama. We're going to do one in Illinois yep. in March, I think. Another one in April. In April. I uh, forget the lo- location. But anyway, so, you know, we're, we've got uh, strong allegiance uh, with, with, our, Alabama. with our fellow brethren in I Alabama. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, well, drop drop a nugget on us here. Uh, we, I like actionable items, and people tune into our show. Our goal when people watch Flavor Conservative Show, if you watch it for a year, you're probably going to uh, have better conversations at the water cooler. You're going to be a little sharper on what's true and what's not when you're talking to your brother-in-law uh, at, at an event. You're probably going to be taking less pharmaceutical drugs. You're probably going to have a little bit less debt. Um, you're probably going to be um, a little healthier, maybe lose a few pounds. Like Just the trajectory of your life, mm-hmm. hopefully people tune into this show consistently, their, their, their overall trajectory in every facet, the marriage is going to be a little better, maybe have, you know, more meals at, at the table with their kids. Like that's kind of the goal. So when people tune in, they're like, okay, this is all good, but what I want to, I got, I got to do something. What can I, what can I do to, to kind of course correct a little bit? So, uh, yeah, I, I put out these, uh, gems or over the last 25 years, I've collected gems. So I'm going to lead with a quote. This is just a gem that kind of summarizes actually what we've been talking about here. But uh, the quote is actually from John Maxwell uh, and it states, you're either preparing or repairing. Mm. And that's true in life, but that is functional medicine. And that is your healthcare. You're either yep. preparing or repairing. And that's all being proactive. That's what it is. So I just found that interesting that in the context sure. of, uh, of being a leader was where that quote came from. Uh, but it's a good, it's a good quote. It's a great um, quote. Yes. Uh, one of the practical things, this is mostly for people who have uh, bloody noses at nighttime. Usually this is uh, once you're over the age of 40, but uh, even with kids, this can work. Um, our patients with CPAPs or any type of breathing device at nighttime or don't have moisture in the air to help correct a bloody nose that can be very detrimental for people who uh, use CPAPs and things like that. If you take a cotton ball and you dip it in apple cider vinegar and put it into the nostril before going to bed uh, for about 10 minutes, uh, that will help prevent 
the bloody nose. And if, huh. you, if you don't have bloody noses, but it's just really dry, just do that once a week. Super simple. I'm just going to tell you if you have any cuts or anything like that from the dryness, the apple cider vinegar will sting a bit, <laughs> but it will work. Uh, other than the uncomfortableness of, of uh, CPAP machines, uh, bloody noses is one of the main oh, yeah. things that causes people to stop using them. And although it's very correctable, sleep apnea is very correctable, uh, getting the CPAP on board to get that oxygen to the brain is crucial. So that's a little trick for bloody noses at nighttime that uh, disturb sleep or or come from things like CPAPs. That's a, that's I, a good I feel one. like for a lot of people one. that are listening, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to try that. That is, it's really cool because I'm sure it's an issue for a lot of people. Got a bleeder. Yep. Yep. We got, got a bleeder. <laughs> I've got one more for you. This, this okay. comes from just a, a recent uh, recent patient who had a really good diet, ate really clean, uh, was very much on, it was doing the carnivore diet, which is a very uh, heavy on, on fat and animal protein and developed insulin resistance from that. Oh, so wow. this, is, this is kind of a weird one for people. If your blood sugar and insulin resistance starts to go up, but you're not eating sugar, it's not from the sugar. So when it comes to the animal, just remember this, it's not just what you're eating, it's what that animal was eating as well. Toxins get stored in fat and chemicals get stored in fat. So eating clean meat, clean fats is crucial. So a lot of times stress it causes the blood sugar to go up. Stress causes the insulin resistance. So your insulin, even if you're not eating sugar, can become uh, problematic even if you're eating contaminated meat. So it's not just what you ate, it's what that animal ate. Interesting. So if you eat a stressed out cow? Yeah. If you, well, actually, here's the thing. They, a lot of the people who sell the meat love stressed out cows because stressed out cows, if you feed the, a cow corn in their stomach, it's hard on their stomach. It stresses the cow out. So they start putting fat into their oh. muscles. That's mm. how you get the marbling that everyone likes. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, marbling is a stressed out cow. So if, if it's corn fed, it's going to gain more weight. It's going to be stressed out. But it's also release, releasing cortisol like we do. Yep. So you're now getting an excess amount of that particular type of hormone. So here's the, here's the problem. Here's the challenge. Because stressed, high fat meat tastes better because fat is flavorful. So you want not the highest level of fat, but you do want some fat in there. So um, it's not like we need to go to the farms and ask if, you know, if these cows need some type of psychological counseling or anything like that. Or <laughs> to pray over them if that's going to help their cortisol levels go down. Although that might be great to, to have farmers and, and cattle ranchers doing that. We need something kind of in between the two. So I love um, consuming meat chickens, cattle that has, that have plenty of, of space and area to roam yeah. and to actually be taking in what God made with, which is the grasses and then more natural stuff as much as possible. Yep. It's impossible to be perfect with that. So you gotta, you know, choose the lesser of two evils when it comes to this, but, but just know that because some people get confused because they, they do a carnivore and when you do carnivore, your, your cholesterol will go up. That's a natural response. It's not a bad thing. But if you start to develop insulin resistance, it's not from eating the sugar. And a lot of people eat very little sugar and develop insulin resistance because of other yeah. stressors in the body. And that's important to know. 
People, that people that watch the show regularly know that we have we have we went through dozens of tests to find mm-hmm. the right right. But we got two different meat sources that, mm-hmm. that I think people can use to prep with. They can do different things, but one of yep. them is just because the the beef is so good. Um, it's made here in, in you know grown here in Missouri, grass fed um, with with Ozark uh, wagyu. Valley Wagyu, mm-hmm. and so it's this, yep. this high premium cow that's got the great tasting fat in it, but it's not uh, OzarkWagyu.com. People can go there if you use promo code Flyover, you get discounts. Um, but it, it's it's a way that people who have a primarily, uh, I mean, Jordan Peterson buys his meat from these guys. Uh, Michaela Peterson, they buy their meat f- mm-hmm. uh, from this same supplier. But they because they you know eat a carnivore diet. But it's a way to not have mRNA, you know, all the different uh, antibiotics, the things that are that are pumped into these animals. Plus, so they a, do have lots of space and no stress. Yeah, and they live yeah. in Missouri. Missouri's mm-hmm. pretty chill. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, it's basically we need everything to be like Missouri, though. But this is this is key. This is discernment, right? So this is what we have yep. to keep doing is is discern what's best for our body. And one of the things that I the first thing I would do to change healthcare is change the food that people are being fed, because mm. that as much as medications and the lobbying in Washington D.C. are a problem, the same thing is true for our food. The FDA really our food, and so. <laughs> We're, we're being slowly poisoned with our food and the, and, uh, if we put so much more energy into good, solid, fundamental food practices that, that help us instead of, uh, these chemical agents that just are, are really generated by food scientists to make us addicted to those foods. Right. Uh, it's such a different world that, that would change so many things. And so your source there. I mean, not everything can be made in Missouri, so we have to actually <laughs> absolutely. And that, we, we just try to be a conduit in research, yeah. and we get a lot of input from listeners and things as well. Um, you guys, if you, if you want, if you want wisdom based healthcare, and you want something that's not just, you know, the, the medical system typically is like I've got the answers, and everybody else is an mm-hmm. idiot. Uh, it, at officialsynapse.com, when you go there, one thing we're blown away with when you walk in the facility, there's a lot of doctors that all mm-hmm. work together synergistically and covering their area of expertise. So your chiropractor talking to, you know, uh, the, the dietitian talking to, it's like mm-hmm. everybody works together focused on you with their area of expertise coming forward. So, I mean, doesn't that make sense Definitely. that you wouldn't have to go to all these people and, and, and piecemeal it? They work together and, and value what each one brings to the table. It's a beautiful model, official, synapse.com. And to learn more, Flyover Family, about what they, how they can help you, again, go to officialsynapse.com, go to free discovery form, and they get started today. Fill out your information, and they'll take it from there. So doc, Dr. Spurl, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for everything that you are doing to turn around this healthcare system because it's a major concern for a lot of people. So you are hope for our future. We really appreciate it. My name is Dr. Troy Spurl, and I'm CEO and founder of Synapse Center for Health and Healing. While we're a full functional medicine clinic where we're uh, looking at the entirety of the body, we have nurse practitioners, chiropractors, acupuncture, we do functional restoration with uh, uh, BTL equipment, and we have uh, medical doctors on staff as well to help with PRP and other injections for pain relief. We, we do a multitude of services, labs, nutrition counseling, health coaching, we've got it all. We are constantly being asked about how to improve their immune system. How do I go through a flu season without getting a cold? Uh, I myself have gone 30 years without missing a day of work, never gotten a cold, never been sick. And we just show our patients how to do that. We answer those questions. Why am I tired? Why do I have pain? So if you're watching this right now, just go to our website, officialsynapse.com, click on free discovery call, answer three simple questions, 
and we'll get you started. One more thing, we are the highest rated, most reviewed functional medicine clinic in all of Minnesota. Growing up in the heart of the USA, David and Stacy met at school when they were in seventh grade. They started dating at 19 and tied the knot at 20. Yep, it's a love story that warms the heart. At 23 years old, while juggling two kids, Colton and Avery, they started an online brokerage company that soared to unimaginable heights, liberating them from the confines of the nine to five grind. With their newfound freedom, this dynamic duo spent their time globetrotting. What followed was two years working on the mission fields, ministry school, marriage workshops, and even a music career. But hold on, folks. That's not where the story ends. In 2016, they saw a businessman they admired become president. During his campaigning, they noticed that he celebrated a system of government of which the founding fathers would have been proud. They had many friends asking for their thoughts on what was happening in politics. It was then that they realized that there was a burning need for a community where real issues could be discussed, debated, and dissected. And so, the Facebook group called Flyover Conservatives was born. As the 2020 election cycle rolled around, their group grew and grew, attracting more patriots by the day. But as we all know, the journey wasn't without its challenges. Big tech began to censor conservative content, shadow banning the flyovers, and subjecting them to daily fact checks that left many scratching their heads. Undeterred, this dynamic duo rose to the occasion. During the infamous Twitter purge, they decided to take matters into their own hands and launched their very own show, streaming on platforms like Rumble. And guess what? Their audience has skyrocketed to over 5 million views a month. With regular guests like General Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, Kash Patel, Robin Bullock, Eric Trump, and so many others, they show absolutely no signs of slowing down. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.